and live on forever. Like, did Jesus actually send you a, like a, a, because your message is pretty vivid in the song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, the song is also very metaphorical, you know? Um, and like something that I've like always met, you know, that I've always wanted to mention that comes with the song, like it's not really, it's not made for a belief system or a religion or, you know, Jesus is very metaphorical. Um, you know, I didn't actually see the J-Man, like, you know, in my room, just chilling. Uh, but I did grow up, you know, in a Christian family, and I still stand by those beliefs and, and thank God every day for the life that I have. Um, but, there, you know, it's cool because I call him, PJ is my writing partner in crime now. Uh, we're just, everything we write together, I just feel like, Wow, I'm, I'm just so happy with it. There's something um, special there that I want to dig into because Rolo too, like you, yeah, Rolo, you have your people. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so it's not pushing a substance or a religion or anything. It's quite metaphorical yeah. because you know, there's also been times. I mean, I've been high off marijuana. Or honestly, I'm kind of. I call it just shroomy. I'm just a shroomy person. Like, like, just like, you know, in my head, like, I just think about things really deeply. So like, you know, so I, I live, um, on like a hill. So I like, I like looking out into the mountains and like, I just picture like with the end of everything, you know, like, (laughs) like that all happening. And I don't know, there's just weird things that I think about that you would think that I'm just shroomed all the time, but it's really just my mind. And that's just how I am. And that's what made me have the epiphany of writing I got so high that I saw Jesus which was funny I'm gonna get back to that PJ woke up from a dream and was singing I got so high that I saw Jesus that whole part whoa I I had like you know been texting PJ you know after having this epiphany of like you know I think this was around the time this song took three months to finish. So there were a few things that happened in between writing it, like uh, the fi- the fires in, in Australia and the fires in Brazil and uh, a lot of like other crazy, but there was, you know, we're running out of water, climate change, everything that kind of, brought this epiphany to me that I was thinking about and uh it just his dream and my vision (laughs) uh just kind of went together as we you know why three months what's going on like when you sit down to craft it do you record the same day or do you leave it depends like with Jesus it's since it took three months like um pj pj would and i would like record as we as we went kind of so we like would have a reference of pj's voice sometimes because like if we write at my house because my equipment's coming now actually but i don't have equipment at my house to record so like the end of everything right we wrote in my living room uh and then pj had to go home we made it we made a voice memo of it but then pj would go home and make a demo of it and then i'd go record it like after just so we could hear it as a demo to see if we liked it but like as a demo it's guitar and pj singing it through one time like 
we just, you know, add thought through a phone. Do you craft most of, okay, so let's start going record by record. And okay. just out of curiosity, like the end of everything is so appropriate right now. It was absolutely not on purpose. I, I mean, prolific, my friend. Thank you, but it was absolutely not on purpose. The end of everything, which I hate saying my favorites, like picking a favorite child. I just think it's, I don't know, it's the one that I feel like I learned the most from and I feel the, I, I, I feel something besides heartbreak when I see it. And I, I write a lot of songs about heartbreak. And I feel something other than heartbreak when I sing it. When I heard that song, I thought of a video that I watched recently about how the sun will, in billions of years, blow up and it will take everything away. So, yeah, so the, the whole song wouldn't have come about had I not seen Sue so mentioning that. Uh, you guys should go watch it. His name is John Boswell. He's the director. His, his, uh, his video, this may have been his video you watched. His YouTube is Melody Sheet. Um, and it's called Time Lapse of the Future, uh, like into the universe. And basically it's about the end of the universe and um, how, the sun, how, how the sun dies, how the earth will end in ice and not fire. And then it'll start going off of theory. Once, you're, once they've told you all the facts that they have, it goes even further into theories about, you know, once our universe expands outside of our universe, are there other universes in their own little bubble that will end? There's just so much that like blows your mind, but when you watch the factual part of it, you know, when it, before they go off theory or, you know. Um, my friends were to watch it, they were like, the video actually is what made me want to write the song. So I texted the link to PK, um, and I said, you have to watch this. I want to write a song about it. But what uh, is our timeline here? Like, because, it, is it scattered? Because there's parts of the songs, like, okay, there's parts of the albums that we've been soaking in for a while. Or the, or the song? I want to know, like, at, uh, the end of everything. When, when was that song created? How long ago? That was the last song created for the EP. So that was... Zach, can you help me on this really quick? Like, uh, Early February. February. Wow. No, uh, I did not write that in February. Actually, maybe, yeah, because coronavirus makes it seem, seem like you've been... <laughs> Time doesn't exist. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I guess it was in February. Um, I sent it to him, and I was just like, this just changed my whole perspective on life. And, I, and I'd always kind of had the perspective I had, it just enhanced it, you know, things that shouldn't be so important that were got back down to, to you know, that's bull. Yeah. yeah. Things that be more important. They, they skyrocketed. The end of everything's just an, uh, a song. And if you want to know the timeline, I actually asked John Boswell, I asked him to direct my video of the end of everything. So if you watch the end of everything music video, it'll be just like watching the documentary that I, wrote it off of. Zach Sancho. Beautiful human, before you go, real quick, if you're thinking about going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. By the way, message and data rates may apply. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of those questions, Arizona State University could be the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers over 200 highly ranked degree programs 
100% online. So you're going to learn the same world-class curriculum from their world-class teachers that students learn on campus. But you're going to do it from your house, on your schedule. It's pretty great. If you're interested, text my name, Zach, to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. Learn for yourself why ASU has been ranked number one in innovation for five years in a row and why 90% of ASU grads are either recruited for a job or offered one within 90 days of graduation. Text my name, Zach, to 35517. If you want more information, learn to thrive at Arizona State University. If you want to learn more about ASU online degree programs, text my name, Zach, to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. Thank you for watching. Zach Sancho. That's pretty cool, right? To take the thing that you, like, that inspired this song, that inspired this feeling. That's why I love this song, because you can't really do that with anything else. That's really cool. That's like a full circle creative moment. I totally geeked out, you know, whenever he did it, and I can't wait to work with him in the future. His videos have taught me so much. I watch his videos all the time. It's cool to work with people that you're a fan of. Should people listen to this album in order? Or this EP, I'm sorry. I mean, they, yeah. I, I shuffled it for fun the other day. Just because, like, I got tired of hearing... I've, I I've heard it in order many, many times. But, um, yeah. It's, it's a nice... Li- it's not meant to be in order. Like, let me, let me say it this way. I put them in an order specifically on purpose... But they weren't written in an order on purpose. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, totally. So, like, the order I put them in has its reasonings. So, like, when you listen through, like, they connect. But you could listen, like, whatever. But I would love it if people listened to it fully through. Just because it, it's the end of everything is like a toast to the to the world and and. and our kind it flows beautifully top to bottom and it really does feel like a consistent cohesive story i loved it i i really really loved it because because the songs were written at different times but i knew that they they were all they were all co they were all cohesively written um because that's just been my mindset for a very long since 2018 and so um I, I sat and I wrote down the order I wanted them and why. So like ghost, I explained why that leads into, I got so high, I saw Jesus. And that leads into this because, and then this because, and the dread because. So that's, and I typed it out and I sent it to my team and I, did, and I explained why I wanted it in that order. Yeah. So, so like I, and I, I had listened to the songs after I knew which ones were going to be on the EP, and I made sense of them all. But are you doing that audibly or lyrically? What, like, how do you come to terms with the order? Like, what, what is it? Well, I didn't write the songs in order, so audibly. But when you, but, okay, so when you put it together, it's audibly. Are you the ghost? And no, I was writing an EP. Like, like I wrote Ghost in 2018. Are, are you the ghost? That you were that you were singing about, talking about. You know, I actually I really do see my younger self whenever I sing that song, um, especially when I hear "Everybody Knows a Hand to Hold" is all we need, uh, because growing up, 
I needed, I needed that. And you and I have talked so much about us and our mental health and how important it is to have somebody with you. And, and, um, when I looked in the mirror, when I look in the mirror, sometimes still, I had so many demons. So when I, when I sing about ghosts, I, I kind of feel like I'm singing about the, the ghosts of that, like younger me that I just want to like give a hug and like, you know, sometimes this is pretty personal, but like sometimes like when, when we're in therapy, you know, she's always like, you know, picture yourself as a, as a child right now. And like, you know, that's, that's what always makes me cry is because like, I was such a happy child, young, young, you know, curly hair, young blonde Noah. And then, and then you see my eyes like change and you see this like dread in me as a child. And I don't know if people, you know, people who don't know me, I definitely know that since I was 16, radio, radio executives that I have met over the years, when I come back into their, you know, office, they say, wow, you seem so much, you seem so much clearer and healthier now. But, you know, people who don't, who don't knew, who didn't know me as a child, you know, there was, there was a change because I was this really happy, really uplifting child. But, you know, also at the same time, when I turned 11 or 12, there was something that switched due to, you know, the way I grew up and, and social media and, and bullying is real, whether it's in online or in person. Uh, and that really, you know, we've had this conversation, you know, about my mental health, but, but, oh, but when I out me as a, as a child, uh, that's where ghost, yeah, ghost is. You cover that extensively throughout this EP, like to a point where to perform these songs, you, the cuts that made the album are so painfully raw that any concept of having to duplicate that pain again, it seems like hard for me to like fathom truthfully, like young and sad is beautiful. Thank you very much. I, I mean, that voicemail from your dad. Like, Which I'll, it's a longer version soon. There's a longer version. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's I mean, soon, but. To hear you ain't alone, like that is. Uh, yeah. Um, and Young and Sad, I, it pisses some people off, but I'm sorry. That's just the way I grew the f Like, I, I don't know what else to tell you. And, and so, you know. Um, Wait, why does it piss people off? I don't know. I, I was, I, I, I think, you know, some people, I was, I, I just, you know, there were bad, there were bad sides to, to, you know, growing up as Miley Cyrus's little sister and not because of Miley, you know, it was, you know, it, or, or Billy, in any famous family, it's not their fault. It just was, it, it was what it was. You know what I mean? My whole life I was told that I would amount to zero because of what my sister had accomplished for herself. And it made it really hard for me to grow up being told, you know, you're never, you're, you're going to live in her shadow. She's always, you're, are you Miley Cyrus's sister? Are you Hannah Montana's sister? That made me feel like I had no identity as a child. And when I say child, Hannah Montana started before I was seven years old. 
So by the time I was seven, I was asked that my entire life until I decided to make my music, make a name for myself, and do my own thing. And whenever I was younger, you know, there were a lot of comparisons and there were a lot of things said about me and the way I look that destroyed me as, as becoming an adult, that destroyed my view of myself. Uh, and that wouldn't have happened if I wasn't, you know, if, yeah, a public person since birth. I, and that wasn't my, that wasn't my choice. But I love my family, like, you know, but everybody has their, and this was my, and it might really me up. Are you still trying to disappear? Or are you at a point where you reclaimed or figured out who you are and discovered your identity? Because a song like that could help. I have my days, you know, like I still struggle. Um, but no, because the point of this CP is that there's a side of hope to everything. And I don't, I don't want to be held captive by my thoughts and held captive by the things that have traumatized me since I was a kid and, and, and made me hate myself. I won't be held captive by that. I will work hard to get past that and move forward. Um, and, and I have a goal for me to not want to do that. But no, I, right now, no, I don't feel that way. And, and that's a new feeling. And sometimes I like, when you ask that, it's just so easy to say, yes, I still want to disappear because it's something I'm used to saying and I try to talk myself out of it. But no, I'm actually, I'm, I'm in the best place that I've been really in the past couple months. You know, Zach and I were talking about it the other day, really in the past even three, four months, I just keep getting clearer and clearer. And it's, and it's a great transition to see, especially coming off of the Good Cry Tour, I, I think if you see any anything of me from that time period in a video of me now, you, you, you hear and you see the difference. What fuels that? What is it? I mean, it could be a, a, a ton of uh, different stuff. Like, what, what fuels this clearer... I don't want to say better. I think that's the wrong way to describe it, you know? Um, you have to... You know, I was really lonely. That's why I wrote Lonely. Uh, but I wasn't alone. I was doing things that was not good for my mental health. That that if you're if you're doing that's gonna uh, hurt your mental health when you already have mental health struggles. Uh, you know, whatever. But you know to get past it you've got to surround yourself with for me personally surrounding myself with good influences and good people and and not the yes men and uh therapy when i fall out of therapy i'm not i'm not you can tell the difference yeah. and whenever i hear from people that they may not have the resources they not be able to get therapy or get that help i always say i want to you know, direct them to the Jed Foundation because there's people out there, foundations out there that can it, that can help them 
and find the resources for them if you can't afford it or you don't have a support from you don't have support from your family or or you feel alone you have you have resources like the judd foundation have the comparisons to your family slowed down as you got older or do do you still get that a lot i'm pretty i think they've slowed down i don't really check anymore and it's not like i checked and the comparisons aren't what messed me up as much of the online bullying um comparisons were just annoying i didn't really see the point in that um but yeah they definitely have slowed down um which would be on the other bits on not me if if you're still comparing me to like my member because like i'm clearly my own person and i'm just growing like i mean i'm youngest but i'm like this woman that like makes her own music and successfully so like you have to like it's just out of respect for me and it should have been out of respect for me since i was a kid just to call me by my name that's the only thing i ask so you know the comparisons and all that bullshit no i don't i don't even think about the comparisons by the way not a lot to ask whatsoever um yeah well i was gonna ask do you think you're getting the recognition you deserve now i think people are listening to me and i'm not i don't think i'm i don't go about it as the recognition i deserve but uh but i do I, I'm happy that people are listening to me and seeing me for the artist that I truly am and know that I have the voice that I have and I write the music that I write because it's important to me and, and that I write about something important. And I think that does, that does make, a, make a difference. What was it like playing Young and Sad for your dad? Why did I think you were going to ask, what was it like playing Ponyo? <laughs> I literally thought that's where that was coming. No. I was like about to be like, well, um, what was it like playing the voicemail for Young and Sad? Well, no, just playing it for the whole song for your dad. Well, we've been apart, so I think it would have been different had we been together. But um, my dad, my dad's funny. He always writes like, "I'm crying," like that's it, like like like, but like in a funny way too, like. He'll text, I'll, I'll text him our, our song, finding my dad's like, you know, how like, you know, you have a song with somebody, um, is, is it raining by, uh, Bern Goslin and it's, uh, it says, is it raining at your house? Like it's raining at mine. Do you miss me? Like I miss you. Uh, is it cloudy all the time? And so my dad and I send that to each other when we're out of, we're not at the same in the same state or you know whatever and i and i'll send that to him sometimes and he'll write uh-oh i'm crying i love you blah, 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 and the whole thing right so like and he really will be crying but it's just the way he says it is uh-oh i'm crying and he'll always write crying and he puts <laughs> the apostrophe on it he's just a few um and that was his response and and we talked on the phone for a while and um uh, I wish I could play you the voicemail. I don't have it. So, uh, it's on. Do you let him know ahead of time that you're going to include that in the record, or do you leave it as a surprise? No, I just put it in the record and I sent it to him. Wow. Well, I told him, I said, I'm putting your voicemail in the record. Um, but, like, it had been a while since he sent the voicemail, and he didn't know, like, that was, the voicemail is, like, not that short. It's a It's a longer voicemail. Cause my dad can, can talk. So, uh, we, I, I told him it was going to be in it. And then I, I put my like parts in it that I felt like everybody could, could 
mm-hmm. used to hear, you know, like keep a smile on your face, everything's going to be fine. Um, I felt like everybody could hear that, you know, so I put the parts of the voicemail that weren't just personally to me. Um, th- so that's why I added the parts that I did. Your vocals on it. Is that you layered or is there somebody else on, on the track? Excuse me. PJ and I always harmonize together, but, but I, I'm a harmonized fanatic. So harmonizer. So like I, I'm a harmonizer. Isn't that what Fifth Harmony's fans are called? <laughs> yes. <laughs> harmonizer. So like I will do all of my stacks and then I'll do even more of them with PJ and I together and then with PJ separately and then we like pick and choose. It was but there's a lot. I do like engineers think I'm crazy because I'm like, do nine here. And they're like, that's an uneven number. I don't care. It sounds really cool. Like, like it's just my stacks are all over the place. If anyone had my stems, they would be like, what? It's just like, I just kind of record. And if it sounds good as a layer, then I leave it, you know? And I, I really, li- I don't really like songs mixed and mastered. <sighs> Okay, when you're listening in your car, are you listening to a mastered version before it comes out? Or are you listening to, by the way, beautiful job. Bravo. Thank you. It, I, I did it slowly over our conversation because yeah. and, you know. What, what, uh, what kind of butt are you smoking? Right now? Yeah, you uh, can shout out the brand because I know somebody probably gave it to you. You know what? Cool. My, my friend... Lane hooks it up, but this is my my boys, LA Fave Farms. They're dope. I love that. Shout out to them. That's like really actually like my homies. So like I smoke their weed all the time. So yeah, LA Fave Farms are the homies. LA Fave Farms. I swear, they're the best. Uh, but you're a joint person only. I smoke a good backwood or yeah, <laughs> but I. But uh, my vocal coach doesn't like that, and I don't really—I don't like that at all. Um, I don't—I don't like knowing that I'm smoking tobacco or you know, like anything like that. It took me forever to get off of the nicotine jewel. Not mm-hmm. like, like, eh, but yeah, I—I'll smoke backwards, but I like to have like here, like this around all the time. Oh yes, beautiful jays, just come. So all the time but then uh, like I have my backwoods right here too but uh, I like mostly do the the J's if I'm like alone a backwoods more like if you're hanging out like let's smoke a backwood but like but you don't have glass down backwoods in my throat I'm gonna be like oh it's rough why not glass what why not like a bong I love a good old bong but you know what? I use my here. I'll take you to my. Oh please, my bong's my best friend. <laughs> okay, same. <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna I need to get like a new bowl for my bong because I I was cleaning it out. It got stuck and I cleaned it with a screw and I broke the glass on it. I don't know what. But have, by the way, you have oh. great like from the little that we're seeing. You, you great great artwork around. Oh thank <laughs> you thank you. Well the bongs and I'm cleaning one my my best bong. So let me make the the bong cart look cute really quick. <laughs> so I don't drink, right? You have a bong cart instead of a wine cart, don't you? Yeah, so <laughs> at the bottom is the alcohol that uh, my friends drink. Uh, 
which I don't have filled at all, but I like that flask that says my liver. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But then these are not real pills, which everybody always like freaks out, but like they're these fun pills and they have smiley faces on them. I think you can see it. Oh, that's awesome. And so it says LSD and shrooms but like the lsd one's super annoying because no matter which way you turn it it will never say lsd normally <laughs> you've tried but like, that might be the, the point of it is that you yeah it is it it's so <laughs> annoying uh this little guy oh this little guy is like one of my, oh my favorite God. that looks like reptar adorable yeah he's really cute <laughs> And I, my Rick and Morty one, I love, but like, I don't want to use it because like it, they just kind of get gross. So I've started like my little shroom. So I've started like my little collection. Oh, they're beautiful. Um, But I broke my favorite bong. Like the one that like sits next to my bed and I like take everywhere with me. Uh, So so I need to, you just remind me, I need to get a bong. Oh, my friend owns a smoke shop, and I've just bought a bong with all these anime characters on it. So I'm going to get that. <laughs> I'm going to get that today. Yo. How are you guys? Are you guys like, because for me, I'm like, I'm not done quarantining. I'm, you know, no. And there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot of people doing a lot of things right now. I, I'm still staying in. I'm not, I mean, I want to be out there. I should be protesting, to be honest with you. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. Um, how's everybody else doing? Somebody else answer that question. Cause I, I don't have an answer. Well, no, I did want to say, it seems like you are one of the few people that have actually stayed at home. It seems like a lot of other people that have a big following are out and about hanging out with other people. Oh yeah. They, they think they're, they immune or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I don't know what's up with that. I like, I'll get, I'll get like kind of sassy with my friends. And if any of my friends watching this, like, which I doubt they will, but like, um, but like, I would say, like, I'll like write them sassy messages, like social distancing who, or like, (laughs) do you not care about coronavirus? And like, I'll literally like, I, I don't care. Like, I'll give them some like, why are you not like, at home why are you having a pool party right now i'm single to my like i was just like why what is happening and it's and it's bad because they'll be like you know some of them would have been would be posting like stay home stay home and on their close friends they got a bottle of don julio and they're going crazy and they're 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 like you know chilling Uh and like i'm like excuse me you are not social distancing we see you Noah Cyrus sees you. Oh, I, Noah Cyrus sees all. Yeah, you do. One do you think quarantining oh. has like kind of helped you mentally? Because you said the last three months you've been feeling much better, and I feel like we've been quarantining for like three months. Do you think it's kind of helped you to just stay by yourself and totally work out because, your own? Sh- yeah, I've been. I've been one of that's always been like afraid to be alone because I've never really known, like hard like again like you can feel lonely with a thousand people around you right and being an artist you're around a lot of people and then at the end of the day when no one's there it's like very quiet and you're alone with your thoughts and they haunt haunt you down right but i don't know with quarantine i've just had i've had to find 
time to be okay being alone without getting depressed or, you know, if I've had to learn how to be alone. And, and I like that. I like that a lot because I, I'm on that, you know, before, of course, I, I, it wasn't like I needed someone all the time, but like, usually someone's like always, I'm usually having like a friend over or something, but I liked my me time of, of just like sitting watching Netflix and like with, you know, make up like, oh, I can't come out tonight. I'm doing this and this. But a lot of that also came from anxiety, you know, I think where now I'm just like, oh, I'm chilling by myself, you know, like, I, and I'm enjoying it where before it was like, I'm by myself because going to the anywhere involving other people gave me social anxiety. And there was a time that I couldn't, I couldn't get in Ubers um because i i had the fear of throwing up in them um and again i don't drink so there's no reason i would throw up uh, we would be going back and forth you know in ubers if if whatever if my friend's birthdays or whatever and yeah. the the claustrophobia of being in a club and i'm not claustrophobic but like being close with people but like i i don't know it gave me a lot of anxiety and the, what gave me the most anxiety always was like, oh, I'm going to have to ride in an Uber there and back. And like, I'm scared to be in that because it gives me so much anxiety that I'm in someone's like car and like, I could like, I could get anxiety and throw up at any minute, minute no. because that's what anxiety does to me. It makes me throw up. So like, I, that, that's what's like, that's why I get weird. Like when I go out, cause I, I, I have a fear I'm going to get a panic attack and I'm not going to be able to go home. And so that's why I'm just the stoner and I drive us to the club now. If, the, if there was a club that ever exists ever again, which I only go to one spot and you've been there with me. Yeah. Um, I, oh yeah, you do. But you go to a great place and it's not, it's like half club, half like cool lounge that you almost, yeah, it's your place. It's like your place. I, I am only, yeah, that's the, that's the only spot i really go to and like i have my birthdays there and everything we did right. a, a zoom party with everybody from there but <laughs> it's great so uh I, I, I uh what did i say yesterday it was something about on the rocks that was really funny um but i can't remember whatever it doesn't matter now you need to smoke your jay and you need to listen to the end of everything, this EP. We're going to put a link in the description below. Daniel Zola. Okay. You, are you light up? I'm lighting it up right now. Daniel Zola, final question. What do you got? Oh, no, I have no question. I just wanted to tell you, I told Zach yesterday, I think the whole EP is phenomenal front to back. It is. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that because, you know, I was excited whenever Zach told me we were doing our interview today. I was like, yeah, we're going to be able to talk about real and I always appreciate you guys talking to me about real shit, just kind of going off topic and just having a real conversation, like making me feel like a normal human. And uh, I appreciate you guys always having me on the show. I fucking love you guys. Zach, you are my king. I love you. Um, the love is very mutual. Know that. Seriously. And thank you for always giving us time and energy. And You guys, I can't wait to see you whenever all of this is yeah. over. I, I want I want the next conversation to be in person, hopefully. And uh, by the way, I thank you also for being a part of our prom on behalf of St. Jude and everybody. Thank you. You really did an amazing job. Thank, thank you. 
like my light show. Oh, it was so special. <laughs> Dude, I, and the painting of the woman was great. Oh, I should have taken that down. Oh my. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> they blurred it out a little bit. Okay, good. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's okay. <laughs> oh my God, that's hilarious. But you knew immediately. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought about that. Like, I totally just like, man. <laughs> can I see her? Can I see her without the blur? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I know you have to go. No, I really don't, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> She's hot. Yo, she is hot. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. the on her ass though didn't do it justice in the in the other video. This is yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hot. That's, so uh, thank yo, you for yeah. putting that on your wall. Yeah, good stuff. Hey Yeah, you're welcome. We have fun stuff on the wall here. Barbie That's great. Hey, yep. I appreciate you and your EP. You should be very proud of it. It is really a remarkable body of work that is honest and raw, but also catchy and, and like, I don't know. I, I, I feel very understood by your, by your art, Noah Cyrus. Thank so. you very much. And I appreciate that. Well, um, I love you so much. Love you too. Thank you for making it. And yeah, hopefully. Thank you guys. Bye everybody. Bye. Bye. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.